Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Spoken Edition of Wired. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this broadband network will change millions of lives in Mexico right now. 40 million people in Mexico do not have access to the Internet. Our company, Altanredes, is building a network that will connect them to the world. Chubb wrote insurance policies that gave the Mexican government, our investors, and partners the confidence they needed to make this happen. They also cover our construction risk, damage to the network, and environmental exposure. For a project this complex, Chubb was the one. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Cutting carbs won't save you from cancer by Megan Molteni. Half-eaten donuts hit the bottom of waste bins around the world this week as news feeds spread word of a new dietary danger. Yes, headlines declared, a new study shows that sugar is the favourite food of cancer. Cancer! This link between sugar and cancer has sweeping consequences, wrote Johan Thevelin, a Belgian biologist and co-author of the study, published last Friday in the journal Nature Communications. Sweeping is right. Anti-carb crusaders swiftly took to Twitter to stoke anti-sugar outrage. Here's the thing, though. The findings do not prove that eating or not eating sugar has any effect on the onset or development of cancer. The research, which was done in yeast, found that high levels of glucose could overstimulate the production of certain proteins often found in tumours, and those proteins could cause cancer cells to grow and multiply faster. In essence, high blood sugar could worsen existing tumours. An interesting bit of science, to be sure, but nowhere near a medically relevant dietary recommendation. By Tuesday, Thevelin was backtracking in news outlets. Quote, Some people are interpreting that we have found a mechanism for how sugar causes cancer, but that is certainly not the case. End quote. The temptation to draw facile connections from a fungi growing in a lab to human bodies is especially prevalent in the world of nutrition science. The appeal of diets is that they promise simple answers. You cut this fat or this carb or fast these two days or only eat foods a Neanderthal would have eaten. 
In a chaotically careening world, they promise control. But Thevelin isn't a clinician, and his research partners weren't intending to give diet advice. They're molecular biologists, and their investigation was an attempt to understand the mechanisms behind something called the Warburg effect. Unlike healthy cells, cancer cells lack the internal feedback loops designed to conserve resources when food isn't available. Kind of like Cookie Monster. If there's blood glucose around, these ravenous cells will consume it all, and they do it using fermentation as opposed to respiration, which most healthy cells use to break down glucose into smaller units. All that rapid energy gain drives the proliferation of even more cancer cells, and tumors get bigger faster. What has remained controversial is whether fermentation is a cause or a symptom of cancer, and that is what the Belgian scientists spent nine years trying to figure out by observing vats and vials of mutants, Saccharomyces cerevisiae. What they discovered is that at certain concentrations, glucose can activate a gene called RAS, which is a major regulator of cell proliferation in both yeasts and mammalian cells. That sends the tumor cells into fermentation overdrive, gobbling up all the glucose around and growing like crazy. The findings suggest sugar in a petri dish can speed up cancer growth. But it doesn't say anything about sugar giving people cancer. You can't take laboratory research of a metabolic pathway and translate it into a diet, says Christine Zumas, director of healthy eating programs at UC San Diego's Moore's Cancer Center. We don't have the science yet to understand where these pathways can be applicable in our food supply yet. Say you're going to eliminate all the sugars from your body. So not just the occasional donut or ice cream cone, but every fruit, vegetable, and whole or refined grain out there. You're basically left with meat and fat, a ketogenic diet. That is not meant to be a long-term diet, says Zumas. And she says research has shown that while cancer cells prefer sugar as a fuel, they can just as easily survive on fat and protein alone. Plus, while you're starving all those cancer cells, you're also depriving your body's healthy cells too, which is pretty much the last thing you want to do if you're sick and on chemo and battling for your life. You need to be getting calories any way you can, says Zumas. She advises cancer patients on what they should be eating, as well as at-risk populations. That is, people constantly fretting over what they put in their mouth and whether it might feed the disease. Sugar comes up all the time. Zumas has different advice for everyone, but in general, she relies upon a body of scientific evidence that suggests maintaining a healthy weight with a diet based mostly on plants, lean proteins, and yes, carbs is the best way to reduce your risk of cancer, even with the occasional donut. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.